Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. We all know the extent of the COVID-19 pandemic and how it affected the economy, migrant laborers, small businesses and the salaried class. What didn't receive enough attention perhaps is how it affected life in the slums. About 6.5 crore of India's 130 crore people live in slums, about 1.18 crore of them in Maharashtra alone according to the last census. In Mumbai, an astonishing 65% of the population lives in cramped, poorly ventilated slums with poor hygiene and sanitation facilities. A survey by, by government think tank Niti Aayog, the Mumbai municipality and the Tata Institute of Fundamental Research in mid 2020 found that a staggering 57% of slum dwellers could be positive for coronavirus antibodies, while only 16% of those living outside the slums had been exposed to the virus. this low proportion was naturally the result of better social distancing all indians matter we have on the show a unique guest salma meman started social work at age 10 and is today 27 years old she is a teacher by profession but her days are spent in the slums of malwani in mumbai's malad suburb her work spans education support through free coaching and mentoring and through this effort she has helped thousands of slum children she set up the umeed foundation an ngo whose work spans education development through sport health and hygiene and support for orphans during the covid-19 pandemic salma and her team started supplying food to the needy children and then migrants daily wage workers and others they started serving food to 652 people at first but soon got to 12786 every day through community food kitchens they also supported 25000 families through ration kits today we'll talk about what it was like in the slums while the pandemic raged and the unique problems their residents faced salma i'm delighted to have you on the show thank you so much ashraf ji for a warm welcome uh, salma before i get to the questions i i must ask you about a story that i heard uh, you know you won hundreds of awards quite literally and i heard that your mother is now quite fed up because she has no place to store the awards anymore so is this true uh she is not fed up in by <laughs> I, i should say that she is proud of me that uh, yeah the way of uh, the society has looked up to me and uh, now she is like she can proudly say that yes yeah, she is my daughter and she has supported me what in whatever way was right her decisions were right Absolutely, I think what I meant was like there's no space anymore in the house. That's the story I heard. Anyway, uh, Sama, well, welcome once again. I, I'll quickly, so I'll, I'll, sure. I'll get to the, uh, get to the topic right away. Sama, what was it like in the slums in the days immediately after the lockdown was announced? Immediately after the lockdown was announced, the situation was such that that small little childrens who are single parent child as I support to them, so they were actually suffering because they were not mentally prepared. And since they were the daily uh, earning wages, you know, so it was like one day they can leave without earning, but the second day they need some of the amount. I still remember the first day, a small little girl she came running into my place and she was like. Uh, दीदी आप मेरे भाई के लिए दूध दे दो ना एंड शी केम ऑल ओवर आई शुड से ऑलमोस्ट थ्री किलोमीटर वॉकिंग अलोन स्मॉल लिटिल गर्ल कमिंग फॉर अ मिल्क इफ दिस वॉज द सिचुएशन इन स्टार्ट एंड आई वॉज केयर वॉट विल हैपन फर्दर 
and immediately a day after it was declared that there will be 20 days ka thing and then further so things that has you know kicked me ki no i should do something instead you know i should keep asking and i posted a post on a social media where i asked if this is the situation in one day then what's next so people started saying there are you know uh, things open there is nothing closed all the things will be available in the stores yes it will be available but what for those who don't have money in their hand or any savings so it was a very difficult situation in the start for you know for people in the slums who were uh, suffering for small little things like milk and water which is also have to be brought by money that's right in fact uh, was was loss of livelihood the single biggest problem that the slum dwellers faced or was it something else it was like uh, the slum dwellers had the biggest problem it was their livelihood if they don't have any money in their hand then they can't do anything and to tell you the fact in mumbai still there are slums and places where even water has to be purchased with the money a small right. basic thing which is required water is such a thing that anyhow you required in life without it you can't survive so food and water is a basic common thing and without that how can a people live so in start like as an team members we started you know to give water from our home that is how we can do without money but then it will not sustain for a longer time till how long and then right. the securities were so strict that you can't even continue that right and uh, how was slum dwellers treated by those more fortunate uh, than them they were so blessed you know you they were showering their blessings that agar aap nahi hote to hamara kya hota agar not not just for elders but especially for the kids we found kids when after two or three days when you used to visit more interior we used to find the kids were just living on sugar and water तो अगर हम उन तक खाना लेकर नहीं पहुंचते तो पता नहीं उनकी डेली लाइफ शेड्यूल कैसे हो जाती तो देवर यू नो शावरिंग ब्लेसिंग्स एंड थैंकफुल टू लॉर्ड दैट लॉर्ड इज गिवन द प्रॉब्लम बट एट द सेम टाइम एज सेंड एंजल्स पीपल लाइक सोशल वर्कर्स हु आर कमिंग डाउन एंड ट्राइंग टू हेल्प देम No, I think the question was that you know what about how are they treated by those who are not as badly affected? People uh, living in buildings and towers who had the money to get through the lockdown were they treated badly? Were they laid off by them? What was the kind of treatment that they received? People living in the buildings initially, even you know, they were like okay to go. They were happy that okay lockdown came and in this way, they got a holiday kind of. but then at a certain point even they were in need because since they used to work in the companies either they didn't receive the salaries after a month so for a month it was like kind of okay for them but further their life were also the same like it people into the slums you know so they and at least people in the slums will come and ask you ki hame ye zarurat hai but the one living in the buildings and all unki situations to aise thi ki wo kisi se pooch bhi nahi sakte और उनको पूछने के लिए भी शर्म आती है कि हमें क्या करना है कुछ बिल्डिंग्स वाले अच्छे थे जिन्होंने अपने पास से जो था उन्होंने उससे दूसरों को हेल्प किया कुछ रूट थे कि नहीं हम हम अपना किसी को कैसे देंगे बट दिस लॉकडाउन हैज थॉट एवरीवन समथिंग ऑन दी अदर बीट इन अ बिल्डिंग पीपल स्लम और राइट इट्स अंडरस्कोर द इंपॉर्टेंस ऑफ हेल्पिंग ईच अदर इन ह्यूमैनिटी मोर देन एवर राइट Somehow, while the spread of the virus in slums uh, did receive some media coverage, I don't believe that the impact on residents' lives over the long term was well covered. Now, could you tell us a little bit about the impact specifically on women and children? 
ट्रू देर वॉज मीडिया कवरेज बट येस इट वॉज नॉट एक्चुअल द मीडिया कवरेज विच वॉज इम्पैक्टेड ऑन द रेसिडेंस लाइक मीडिया वॉज ट्राइंग टू कवर दिस इज हैपन दिस इज हैपन बट एक्चुअल इन डेली लाइफ द पीपल हु यूज टू डिसाइड इन टू दलम्स दिस सिचुएशन वॉज सो डिफिकल्ट दैट विदाउट एसड दे कांट लिव विदाउट वाटर वाटर उसके लिए छोटी छोटी चीजों के लिए वो जो तरसे हैं वो कभी मीडिया ने बताया नहीं है और खासकर जो ओल्ड एजेस हैं जिनके मेडिसिन वगैरह चलती है जो हाई अमाउंट ऑफ था एक सिचुएशन तो ऐसे आया कि जहाँ हर एरिया में सोशल वर्कर्स किसी ना किसी वे से उन तक फूड बीट अ प्रिपेयर्ड फूड बीट अ राशन किट वॉज डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड अमाउंट बट कमिंग टू द मेडिसिन पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू दे वे ऑल्सो इवन कैंसर पेशेंट हुए सफरिंग बिकॉज उनको कीमोथेरेपी चाहिए उनको कोई कुछ ना कुछ चीजें जो उनकी रेगुलर बेसिस पे चलना है और उसके लिए कोई इतना बड़ा अमाउंट देने के लिए तैयार नहीं था बिकॉज सिचुएशन वॉज सच दैट एंड स्पेशली इवन इवन द वन हु स्टेज इन टू द इंटीरियर द पीपल हु आर ओल्ड इज द सीनियर सिटीजन दे वे नॉट अलाउड टू मूव आउट दे वे नॉट हैविंग देयर सेविंग्स यू नो टू गो एंड गेट देयर मेडिसिन इवन इफ दे अपील टू सम वन देर इज नो वन ट्राइंग टू रीच आउट सो दे वे मेनी सच सिचुएशन एंड हैंडल्स वेर पीपल इन टू द स्लम्स वेर सफरिंग एंड विच वॉज नॉट दैट वेल कवर्ड Apart from mm-hmm. that, again in the rainy season, it was all the flood around, the waters around, and yeah. the kind of way they were suffering. That the, the police securities were so strict, and then as the time was passing, even the people who were helping hands had no money in their hand to you know keeps continuing to support that. So if I say if in start there were two hundred people coming and supporting, as the time was passing, it came down to hundred, then to fifty. and the yeah. number of receivers were more the givers were less and the re- receivers were more and as time were passing the problems were going on increasing so it was very difficult to manage at time which media i think uh, would have covered and you know it could have been solved more betterly or initially the locators or the one who is the ward in charge of that area would have taken mm. at least the charge of the hospitals and medicines so i think the problems would have been decreased absolutely and i think uh, slum re- residents given the congestion would have been especially vulnerable to covid 19 because the crowding isn't it true yeah and when some someone did fall ill did they get access to adequate treatment Uh, yes, few have been reached out. Few where you know they were not able to, and so COVID situation was such that that uh, initially things into the slums they were very afraid. Okay, how to approach mm. to hospital? Should we go or not? And the things that were around in hospital, like uh, there was a case of a guy he recently did a you know उन्होंने अपना दांत का treatment करवाया था जिसके वजह से उनको fever हो रहा था. और उनको उस उस फीवर को उनको टर्म दे दिया कि उनको कोरोना हो गया है और उनकी पूरी फैमिली को हॉस्पिटल लेके चले गए एंड देन कमिंग बैक अगेन गॉट टू नो दैट ओके ही इज नॉट हैविंग कोरोना एंड हिज फैमिली एंटायर फैमिली वाज पुट इनटू क्वारंटाइन द पर्सन केम बैक बट द फैमिली डिन केम बैक सो दिस सच काइंड ऑफ सिचुएशन यू नो हैज मेक पीपल अफ्रेड दैट अरे हमें हम हॉस्पिटल अप्रोच करेंगे तो क्या होगा So even if not fever or something else, or they were a disease kind of thing into them, but still they were very much afraid to go and approach to the hospitals or say to someone that I have so and so problem. And mm-hmm. if they have reached to hospitals, but the hospitals were full with COVID patients, so they were not actually been treated. 
they were asked ke bhai aap yahan se chale jao slums will never go into the private hospital they will always approve the bmc one and in bmc hospital the situation was such that if they have covid patient they were not entertaining anyone else and this patients were again you know they were sent here and there and at the end the treatment was not properly given so situations were very bad right and what kind of support did slum residents get from the government government has did their work but it has not reached to the interior slums to be very honest yes they have mm-hmm. done their bit but we can't expect that they can reach to each and every house so i can't say that government uh, things or government help has reached out to the slum people right uh, and some of you and your team were on the ground a lot during this time so how did you ensure your own safety so what we used to do is we don't used to take our entire team on the ground we used to make sure the person who is regularly going will only go not a new person and especially the one who has always been working on the field and we what we used to do is we used to leave right in the morning come back again you know to sanitize yourself the best thing is to take bath instead of using sanitizers and all but to make sure the security the safety we used to wear proper gloves we used to wear mask and all the things that that is needed and again while before distributing we used to sanitize their hands and then you know give the packets because anyway if you give the packet some or the other way you get in connect yeah. to them so it's very yeah. important to make sure that all the precautions has been taken and then once the distribution is done we come back and take the bath and then the next person will go so we were only seven peoples into the field not anyone mm-hmm. else other all else were into the packaging work so that we make sure there is no problem and time to time we used to take immunity medicines to make sure we are safe and secure yeah and i have seen some of the photographs so it was quite a large operation yeah because uh, into the slum until unless you don't go some has you know some people were actually in dire need and some people were you know doing the stocking works ke hame mil raha hai leke rakh lo fir aage mile ya na mile even that kinds Correct. of things has happened so we had to make sure that you know things going in is into a right place it has not been stocked out so that it can reach to a proper places right actually some ngos like yours and individuals are at the forefront every time something bad happens a pandemic a natural disaster but that's not a long term solution as far as slum dwellers are concerned what is needed to make them less vulnerable in the long term do we need better sanitation better housing uh, you know payments for the work that was lost during the pandemic what is it that's required is that true ngos and individuals the social workers as we are working we are trying to you know change the thing uh, and bring the impact you know to do it it's uh, obviously with monetary we can't all it will sustain for a longer time so for that we need to create an empowerment thing we need to you know bring out works where these people can earn some amount of money and stand on their own leg this is what i try to create an impact and i always appeal people that you have to you know empower them instead of always giving them fish to eat we always have to think how to teach them the fishing once you do that sustainable work can be done yes we need to create some housings for them we need to create empowering for them so that jo unki aadat ho gayi hai maangna ya fir unko suffer karna until unless aap unko us cheez mein stand nahi karoge aap unko sustain nahi kar paoge like if i talk about me 
we had 450 children who are single parent child and out of that uh, plus 100 children who don't have their parents but are living with their grannies and grandpas so what we started to do is with supporting them for education we are also empowering the women and make them mm. stand on their own leg by teaching yeah. them some basic skills so when they start earning the money at that time you have to stop supporting them so that they stand on their own leg yes we right. are there to back up if there is something more needed we'll definitely support we'll not leave you like this but once they start right. earning and when the children get their education even they have some confidence when they pass out 10 they get their part time jobs and all so th- right. this is the way where you can sustain them yes one person can't change the entire world or the entire slum but these are the small start where you know social workers can do and initially and later on the things can be sustainable correct uh, in fact that brings me to the omit foundation sarma how did the idea come about and how did you set it up and also what work does it to do today what is its impact so omit foundation started in 2014 15 when i completed my graduation what Right. made me work socially it's all about my life and circumstances what i have gone through being a single parent child i lost my father in 2010 and after that i myself i was struggling for an education so in school i was an average child not so top or you can say but yes i had to get good marks but at that time i didn't received any support for my further education again going to college i completed my college studies by doing part time job and still you know applied for with many organizations at that mm-hmm. time also i was you know a good topper student in the college i topped in right. uh, college and at that time also i didn't received any support so my question was where is the scholarship going to be so uh, this made me start that instead you know i keep complaining to others that I, what i have not received let's do something and give back to the society so that at least people around me don't complain the same what i am complaining currently so this right. is how umeed started and initially me and one of my friend we supported for two children for their education fees and not just giving fees but also mentoring them so we found right. this two dropout children who were who you know who used to score 35 40 after we mentored them and applied their 10 standard exam the same child scored 75% so that made me realize that these children are not average no one is average in the world it's their life and circumstances that makes an average they need some boost they need some mentoring and guide, guidance absolutely so this is how I named the term Umeed Foundation and I started working with that with an another organization support through social media. We started appealing, so these two children turned to twenty-seven, then hundred and seven, then two uh, hundred. So number was never my aim. My only aim was, you know, to support them. But yes, people came in, so I said, why not? If we are receiving support directly to the a school then why not so my only appeal was don't give funds to me give directly in the favor of school so it was very easy to keep the transparency and to reach out to children and as i Absolutely. said i completed my graduation so i started teaching these children in free of cost and once i started teaching them free of cost the mentoring work was done personally by me and my friend so there was no cost into it so only cost that was an educational fees charges which was paid by people and friends around 
So Umid started growing and this last seven years we have touched thousands of children. So our basic uh, aim into Umid is supporting education for single parent child, women empowerment work, start creating health awareness and do multiple campings, you know, where things can be impacted and changed. If we say people nowadays go for bleach cleaning, but that is like one time or once in a week, right? Instead of doing right. that, start teaching to kids every day, don't throw your garbage because these kids are the future of India. If you're teaching them, they will teach their family. The family will teach to someone else. And this is how we can gradually bring the change of the garbage. Instead, we keep going and keep cleaning the things because the same family comes down to beaches. So it's really important to teach children. So now, as I say, my kids... They don't even throw their wrappers. We collect all their mm -hmm. chocolate wrappers, their tiffin wrappers, whatever they are bringing up. And they collect it in the, you know, a bag kept into the center. In Even to the areas around, they move and ask them, okay, don't throw your plastics here and there. We will come and collect. So to boost them right. again, we have given them a small thing. Okay, once you do this collection, you'll get a book, you'll get a pen or you'll get a gift. So children's, uh, you know, get attracted to that and start learning. And now they have replicated in the family also. Okay, mama, plastic bottles center And then we, we send it for the recycle work. So you right. need to think and bring the change. This is how Umid works, trying to create an impact and uh, work for the society in the better way. So that's very admirable, Salma. But uh, I want to ask you one more thing. You know, I, as you told me earlier, that you started social work at the age of 10 and you've been at it now for about 17 years. Have you ever experienced any obstacles because of your age specifically? I mean, you're very young. So has that resulted in people refusing to take you seriously, for instance? Uh, to talk about my age is I've started from tender age of 10 working for the cause and uh, yes because of my age not just because of age but also because of the gender that ye ladki right. hai kya karegi especially coming to the community background that we are coming so there were yeah, many who you know who used to say that get married at the early age or this is not the work that you have to do moving around and uh, going into the slums, interacting to different males and females around. So, yes, many obstacles did came, many challenges were there. But when they say that mother is with you, So, it was like, you know, more comfortable when your own parents support you. So, my mama was a strong pillar and she is a strong pillar still. She stands in every initiatives of mine to support. So when your own mother is not telling you anything, so because I know one day my work will, you know, give them the answer. And today is the time where, you know, they have received their answer that what Salma Mehman is. To receive the support, many have them, many of the people have motivated that when you can do in such a small age, then what can you do in more, you know, when you receive more support? So people have been motivated also. Some people went against also. But when people against you, boost to make you grow more and to do things more. against positivity. Age and gender has, you know, never... Uh, broken me anywhere. Absolutely. And hearing about you and your mother, I think it only underscores the sentiment that it's the women who will change the world, the strong women. 
so you know that's it's really lovely to hear that but sal sal coming back to umeed what is your dream for umeed and how do you plan to expand its work dream for umeed is to reach out to every child who who is who deserves for education that's the biggest dream because i believe education is the only thing which can change them their life so this is the biggest dream that currently we are able to support less number of students if we go to see the population of mumbai it's the biggest population and there are lakhs of children who are who are in need so my dream is to reach out to every child who deserves for education and secondly working for senior citizens instead of calling it at, as an old age home or leaving them at one place i create a home for them where you know anyone throwing them out without any obstacles without any second question they can come down and leave happily as their own home so to create such place and third thing is to create an empowerment home where you know people are jobless they get some or the other uh, job where they can start earning money right and what can our listeners do if they want to help you uh listeners i can only say that uh, alone one person can't reach everywhere more the hands more the work can be reached out so i'll not say that you can just come and support by monetary you can come and support in voluntary based you can support in kind or any way that you feel that uh, your knowledge sharing can be a support for a child or any lady you are most welcome to join us and work in a better way because more the hands more the work can be reached out so to get in touch with me you can you know google out salma mimin or umeed foundation and get in touch or directly log in to www.umeedfoundationindia.com and get in touch with us so that's u m e d f o u n d a t i o n.com india.com all right u m e d f o u n d a t i o n i n d i a.com true right All right great salma thanks so much for being on the show i can't tell you how happy i am that you agreed to speak to us and make us more aware about the lives of those not as privileged as so many of us and also i think you have single handedly lowered the average age of guests on the show so thanks for that too thank you so much it was all my pleasure indeed i should thank you that helping us to spread the work that we do for the society uh without friends like you i think it's very difficult for us to reach out and do some good work in the society well, i think the, this city and society in general owes people like you a big debt of gratitude and thank you all for listening please visit allindiansmatter.in that's a w l i n d i a n s m a w t e r i n for more columns and audio podcasts you can follow me on twitter at ashraf engineer that's a s h r a f e n g i n w r and all indians count that's a w l i n d i a n s c o u n t search for the all indians matter page on facebook on instagram the handle is all indians matter email me at editor@allindiansmatter.in catch you again soon idea brew studios 